Last week, I had the great honor of participating in a webinar with my longtime former Chicagoan friend, Aaron Friedman, and his boss, Zach Cutler, the co-founder, CEO, and chairman of Propel. In it, we discussed what the framework of a perfect pitch looks like in 2022, including how and when to send a pitch, what to include and what not to include in the email, and the, quite frankly, dismal, dismal results most communicators are getting when they focus on their earned media efforts. It turns out journalists have become even less responsive to email pitches from PR pros, which does not bode well for those of us who do it for a living. Earned media efforts are becoming less effective with journalists, but even more important with executives. What is one to do? This week's episode of the Spin Sucks podcast is not meant to depress you, but to give you new ideas, new thoughts, and old tricks to try in your earned media efforts, whether pitching via email, phone, or even snail mail. Stay tuned. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. The quarter two Propel Media Barometer is out, and some of the results are depressing. The response rate communicators receive from journalists continues to decrease. At this time last year, the average response rate was 4%. Today, it's dropped an entire percentage point to 3%. If we were talking about email marketing and lead generation, I would tell you something is definitely wrong and the strategy needs to change. Getting a 3% response rate or click-through rate means something is wrong and your strategy needs to change. It's not good. Even though this is not lead generation, I would look at it the same way. If your response rate is 3% or lower, it's time to rethink the strategy. Zach and I spent a good amount of time during the webinar discussing this. There are a few things at play here. Most notably, communicators are playing a quantity game rather than a quality game. Just looking at Spin Sucks as one example, We've received 26 pitches for guests in the past week for this podcast. It always makes me roll my eyes when the pitch starts out with, I've just listened to a few of your most recent episodes and I love the guests you've had on recently. Now I know you're full of it because we've never ever had a guest outside of a cameo from the small human who lives in my house. Come on, people. Do your homework. Don't fake it. Every blogger, podcaster, influencer, and journalist will see right through you. And that's why your earned media efforts are dismal. In addition to the podcast pitches in the past week, we've received pitches for Mother's Day, books about weight loss, skincare products, NFT stories, a cannabis conference in Tokyo, and Chicago entrepreneurs. They at least get the Chicago part right with that latter one, but still not something we cover. This, this is why your earned media results are so dismal. Your pitches are not relevant. So tip number one. Make your pitches relevant and shorten the list of who you're pitching. That will increase your results exponentially. Don't be lazy. Do your research. Target the right people. Done and done. The next statistic we discussed is that journalists respond the most to subject lines that are between one and five words. The webinar chat got really engaged when we discussed this one. People were incredulous, incredulous that they can't write long subject lines and were adamant that they had to be longer than five words. But here's the thing, subject lines longer than five words have even worse response rates than the average of 3% to the tune of 1%. So if your subject line is longer than five words, your response rate is 1% or less. 
It's really hard to argue against that. Every email marketer on earth has figured this out. They know that short subject lines are the way to go. Just Google email subject line best practices and you're rewarded with content from HubSpot, MailChimp, Salesforce, and Content Marketing Institute. I know you're not technically an email marketer, but when you're using email to pitch a journalist, that's essentially what you're doing. Use the best practices that cover the internet. They're not hard to find, and you'll find far more success when using those tips than trying to shove everything about your pitch into the subject line. And to that point, a webinar attendee asked how we feel about using the words interview op in the subject line. It certainly depends on the subject. If the person you're offering for an interview is famous or someone the reporter might know, then it probably works. But be very judicious in giving up five of your subject line words for something that bland and not personalized. Tip number two, follow the best practices of the best email marketers. Do your homework. I feel like do your homework is a constant refrain here. Do your homework. Test different subject lines with different journalists. Write short subject lines and make note of what works and what does not. In just a minute, I'll be back to talk you through some additional stats from the survey and what you can do about it. I'll be right back. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack. And the second is the PESO Model Certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO Model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co slash spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers, and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts, the PESO model certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited PESO model certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com slash academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now back to the show. Okay, I'm back. Let's get into some additional things for you to think about when designing the perfect pitch in your earned media efforts. How many links and or attachments do you include in your pitches? The Propel research shows that most communicators use four or more links, and some are still sending attachments. Gasp. That's terrible. What is happening in this world? Please, 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 please do not send attachments. Not only are they likely getting caught in spam filters, which is lowering your chance of the journalist even seeing your email, but pretty much every organization on earth has an edict that you don't open attachments from someone you don't know. This is how people are hacked and systems are taken down. Do not send attachments. And like subject lines, there are lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of best practices from optimization experts on how many calls to action to include in content. How many do you think are recommended? One, one call to action, not four, one. When you send more than one link in your pitch, you're dividing their attention and overwhelming them. Include one link, one, no more than one. Which brings me to tip number three. Follow the best practices of the optimization experts. 
without your having to Google it, I can tell you the best practice is one link, one call to action. But do your homework, constant refrain, research best practices, and treat your earned media efforts like you're optimizing for success. Now, the last thing Zach and I discussed during the webinar is measurement. The chat was alive and engaged during this discussion as well. There were a lot of comments about how challenging it is to measure your earned media efforts. I agree. And you can do it. I promise you can do it. One of the things we focus on for an entire module of the PESO model certification is measurement. This is because it's incredibly important that we stop hiding behind media impressions and advertising equivalencies, and we begin to show how our work contributes to the success of the organization. I don't care what type of organization you work for either. The, oh, we don't measure results like a normal business does, excuse is getting old because it's just an excuse. You absolutely can measure results toward the things the organization measures. Depending on the business and the goals, we measure either first or last touch attribution. We haven't quite gotten to multi-touch attribution, but I'm willing to bet that we'll be there by the end of third quarter. That's how important this is. We keep banging away at it until we find the answer. But for now, use your earned media efforts to show first touch attribution, which means when a person first came to your website, how did they find you? Did they come from a Forbes article, from a blog post, from a New York Times article, from a TechCrunch article? How did they get there? And you get to have that attributed to you. In some cases, it might be a Google search. In others, it might be a paid ad. And in others, it's most certainly going to be because of your earned media efforts. Take credit for it. All it takes are Google Analytics and a basic understanding of how to read the reports so you can measure effectiveness. If you don't know how to do this or you aren't clear on what attribution even means, there's a ton of content on Spin Sucks that speaks to it. Just do a search on the site for attribution or measurement, and you'll find what you're looking for. I will also include some links in the show notes on SpinSuck so you can easily find all of that content. And if you want to learn it deeply so you can implement it quickly, I would be remiss by not encouraging you to get Peso Model certified. It teaches you everything you need to know, and it gives you the tools to be able to do it. Which leads me to tip number four. Learn what it means to include first-touch attribution in your results reporting and begin to implement it immediately. If you want more sources than Spin Sucks, just Google PR measurement and first touch attribution. You'll find lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of great content there as well. To recap the four tips for the perfect pitch, they are number one, make your pitches relevant to the human being you are pitching. The human being, not a bunch of human beings, one human being, make the next one relevant to the next one, make the next one relevant to the next one, and so on. Number two, follow the best practices of email marketers. Number three, follow the best practices of conversion rate optimization experts. And number four, learn how to measure your efforts beyond metrics that aren't real. <clears throat> Media impressions and advertising equivalencies. <clears throat> if you'd like to watch the Propel webinar with Zach and me, I will include a link to it in the show notes. You can find it at spinsucks.com. If you need help with any of this or would just like to hang out with like-minded individuals, join us in the Spin Sucks community. You can find us at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. It's a community full of crazy smart professionals. It's free, it's smart, it's fun. And you might just learn a thing or two from your peers. I'll see you next week. 
If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 